Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm Patty Holiday, your host and head fangirl in charge. And this is the Dailyish Fangirl for July 5th, 2019. Quick side note, if you love what you're hearing and you want to support it, with more than just listening, I'd love to have you as a patron. You can do that at patreon.com backslash noguiltfangirls. The money raised is going to help with things like setup fees, hosting, equipment upgrades, <laughs> you know, all the things that can really add up when you start producing a show like this. And it's much appreciated. So thanks. Now, like I said, this is the Dailyish Fangirl, and my regular show is Monday and Thursday. Every now and then I'm going to pop in, like today, if something needs to be renounced, talked about, reflected upon uh, more immediately. Today on my I'm Obsessed With list, I have Stranger Things, Stranger Things, and Stranger Things. Okay, I've got more than that, but a lot of Stranger Things is going through my brain right now. Yeah, yesterday was a huge Stranger Things day, and it definitely was around this house, uh, for sure. I binged two seasons in a week, and the third season in a day. And I wanted to also talk about, you know, what makes a show bingeable. We're also going to cover a little bit of Veronica Mars talking about bingeable. Remind you guys to kind of get out there and give that one a watch. But first, I'm going to talk uh, real briefly about some movie news. Um, Mondays, there's going to be a lot more detail on Spider-Man. But I did see Spider-Man this week. Full discussion for later, but I do want to remind you, everybody's seeing it this weekend. So I'm going to tell you this now, and it's a gentle reminder. But guys, it's Marvel. That means there's end credit scenes. And that means you're kind of missing out on some exciting parts of the movie if you leave before the lights completely come up. So don't. There are two end credit scenes uh, in this movie. Um, stingers, post credits, mid credits, end credits, whatever you want to call it. The point being, there's two of them. They're both pretty fantastic. And you don't want to miss them. You don't want to walk out and then find out later when you're talking about it with your friends that you that you left too soon, right? So that's what I'm here for. Uh, just reminding you, chances are if you're a fangirl or fanboy you already know this but when I watched my show I saw at least four families full families get up and leave this is just a little PSA I just really don't want anybody to miss the awesome that is Marvel because I love it just putting that out there uh something else that was breaking news this week the Little Mermaid live action is coming out and they got their aerial no not Halle Berry is <laughs> Halle Bailey. And yeah, she's black. And yeah, she sings like a mermaid, guys. I mean, this voice is gorgeous. This voice is so beautiful. I think she's going to be great. I am all for the live action Little Mermaid. And I'm I'm like, I'm, I'm one of those people that are on the fence when it comes to live actions. Um, I'm also expecting this one to have a lot more changes to come. And that's okay. That's I prefer that in the live actions. I think if we're going to bother to retell the story, let's change it up a little bit. Let's not retell it frame for frame. Uh, that's why I preferred Cinderella and Maleficent uh, out of all the live actions so far. So that one starts production in uh, 2020. Aquafina is on board as well as Scuttle, and I am obsessed, absolutely obsessed with Aquafina. That commercial for getting a pedicure cracks me up every time. So. Uh, 
more Aquafina, all the Aquafina, let's have Aquafina. I'm, I'm into this. Um, okay, guys, we're going to get into Stranger Things here with some first reactions, and I will keep this completely non-spoilery. I know most people actually saw Daylight yesterday, and so you didn't stay at home binge-watching all these episodes like me, but uh, yeah, I'm fully obsessed right now. Fully, completely obsessed. If you looked at my social media or you follow noguiltfangirl.com, you are probably pretty aware of that fact. Um, I feel so lame, so lame for sleeping on this for so long. However, I love a good binge and this series was perfect for that. Now, season three, again, no spoilers. Don't worry. I am not going to ruin anything for anybody. Um, I hope. <laughs> uh, season three, this has the best soundtrack, I think, of all the other seasons so far. I loved the songs. Um, you can Google if you really want to know what's out there, but I don't want to even say names or titles because I think that's part of the fun of the show. It's the sitting there and start listening to, oh, is that? Oh, I forgot this one. Oh, hey, I I remember. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even, see, I told you I wouldn't spoil anything. I'm not even going to give you names of songs that were so great. We'll do that again in a later date, but it was cool. There was also so much 80s, so much 80s, and you know I love this. Some people might say too much 80s, pandering to the 80s. I don't know. This is what some of the critics say, but guys... I can just tell you I was entertained, I was amused, I was having a blast watching this and laughing at all of the crazy things that growing up in my childhood, how different it was, you know, for for kids these days. (laughs) Get off my lawn. Uh, (laughs) Now, I really felt like the first two to three episodes were super heavy, you know, in your face. This is the 80s. This is the 80s, you know, kind of thing. And then I felt like it chilled out a little bit once the once the story took off. So if you don't like that part, just get through the first couple episodes and it'll calm down. I promise. One warning if you have kids. Parents, this one's a little bit more gory and goopy and bloody than the other seasons. If you have squeamish kids or, I don't know, maybe you just don't do that kind of stuff yourself, just be aware. It's a lot more than in previous seasons. Now for me, I laughed, I cried, I pledged my love to Steve the Hare Harrington. I love him. (laughs) Um, it, it was a good season and I have so many thoughts on this, but we're going to say this another week. We're going to let a few more people, uh, hopefully watch the show and then we'll, then we'll talk about it later. Okay. Now I want to talk a little bit about bingeable and what that means, at least what it means to me. And what it means to me is that like off the top of my head, a, a, a series like Supernatural is off my binge list, not because of the subject matter, um, not because of the storylines. It's because at this point, there are way too many seasons, way too many shows for me to binge, to me to to sit down and feel successful in getting to the point and in completing this entire series. I use a website called bingeclock.com every now and then, and it says that to get through all the supernatural, you would have to binge for 12 days and 19 hours. <laughs> I ain't got that. I can't. I don't have it in me, okay? Maybe a two or three day binge, but definitely not a 13, um, a two week binge. That's not a binge. That's that's commitment, guys. That is, you are pledging your life to a show. I can't do it. So Supernatural is probably off my list. I will probably not ever be able to go back and catch up on that. So what I need in a series, in, in order for it to be bingeable for me, it needs to be a two to three-ish 
seasons, preferably. Like if it's a 30 minute or less sitcom, I can do, you know, a 22 season. If it's an hour long show that needs to be more like eight to 10 episodes a season. And that is why Stranger Things was just perfect for my summer binge. Uh, And if you aren't signing up for this one just yet, if you, like me, made that mistake, guys, I'm just telling you, it's not it's not a bad time to jump on Stranger Things. Uh, 21 hours of binging. That's not bad if you look at the rest of your summer and, you know, cut it up if you need to, if you can't do it all in a day or two like I did. If you do need to cut it up, you've, you've got time to do that still. Now, so is Veronica Mars, even though it does need a little bit more commitment. Binge Clock, I think, told me it was like, two and a half days, almost three days worth of time if you're going to sit down and binge it. And you know what? For the summer, I got that. I can handle that. So that is up next on my binging. It also helps that I've already seen it before. Cannot wait to go back and check out all three seasons again. You know, if you need to know a little bit more about why we love Veronica Mars, listen to that episode of the podcast. It's out there. Just scroll your little finger down. And it's fantastic. Um... This show moves quickly with some great storylines. I put it solidly in the binge-worthy category. You can also get caught up with the books. Yes, there's Veronica Mars books and the movie as well. Uh, Don't forget that you can get a free month of Audible and a free book. Uh, I suggest, obviously, one of the Veronica Mars books by heading over to audibletrial.com backslash noguiltfangirls. Pick it up, listen to it on your next road trip. Guys, Veronica Mars is just such a great character and the new season comes out July 26th and I'm going to be talking about that one a lot too, so don't forget it. All right, that's all I've got for the dailyish fangirl. I'll be back when the next moment strikes. Until then, throw up those five stars and leave a review like Kristen did earlier this week. Thanks so much for the blog shout out. We'll be back on Monday with the Monday Movie Minute and I'm looking forward to fangirling with you guys real soon. Bye!